Welcome to U.S. Comics Cast, your HQ for everything comic book related. 60 minutes, two topics for the people. I'm Charlie Rivera, the co-founder of U.S. Comics. And I am John Rivera, the other co-founder of U.S. Comics. And boy, oh boy, am I glad that I am starting off today because, ladies and gentlemen, the votes are in. They have been tallied. And the nominations are as follows. Joker. Joker. Joker 11 <laughs> times. Fucking Joker. Unbelievable. Joker has come through with 11 Oscar nominations leading the pack. That's right. A comic book flick, maybe, is uh, is leading the field. <laughs> A comic book movie adjacent. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> I, I'm I'm pretty sure that was a promotional uh, material that they used for it. It's freaking. Uh, Don't judge us based on comic book. Absolutely unfreaking believable. So again, uh, um, at the risk of being redundant, in the categories that really not too many care uh, care about except the industry folks. But best makeup, best film editing, best sound design, uh, best costume design. That one's important because uh, just millions of little Chinese children are working away in factories. Pumping out Joker costumes for next Halloween. <laughs> um, best sound mixing. Best cinematography. Best adapted screenplay. Now, that one's important uh, because that means if Todd Phillips does not walk away with best director, which, spoiler alert, he was also nominated for, uh, there's a very real chance he'll have a, a runner-up prize in best adapted screenplay. But, again, best director, best original music score, that one's near and dear to my heart because music makes movies as far as I'm concerned. Uh, and then obviously the two big ones, best picture, best actor, Joaquin Phoenix. Just freaking unbelievable. I mean, as big of a surprise as that <laughs> chubby guy getting the fucking scissors to the neck. Uh, that was me when I saw exactly how well regarded <laughs> this little indie flick was. Unbelievable. It real what I really love about it was it does feel like an indie flick, absolutely, which is just so cool about um a Warner Brothers movie like comic book movie. This is from the studio that brought you so much CG nonsense you wanted to cry. Comes the Joker. What's also insane to me is. Everyone is kind of making the wrong comparison. A lot of people keep talking about how well The Dark Knight did with Oscar nods. Mm. And I think that's a bullshit comparison because they're they're trying, I think, with a statement like that is like, look, the the new top dog of comic book movies. But like, no, stupid. This is the top dog of movie movies. That's the appeal of of this I mean uh, the the categories that it was nominated in. None of them were, and in the in comic book movies, the nominations uh, are no. It was nominated amongst just regular ass old movies, Little Women, and and uh, don't don't touch this one. She's an employee movie. I mean, just <laughs> it was it was just uh, um just shocking, quite frankly. Um, and and for me, I mean, look, you know, Harley Quinn stars in <laughs> I, "Don't Touch Me," I'm Fox like, Executive Three. When did she get emancipated in this movie? I do not see it. Oh. I just and I got a really bad feeling about that chubby guy behind the desk. <laughs> um, I was promised birds of prey. <laughs> Where are the birds of prey? <laughs> you know, it, how dare it, they? It, it was just really, really freaking interesting. And and um, you know, for for me, when when I go to see a, a quote unquote comic book movie. Not a superhero movie because that's that's a completely different animal. Um, there are certainly expectations, and I do sit down with a with a kind of a tick sheet, and I fully expect to to check off certain boxes. And if I do not fill up all those boxes, well, then somebody is gonna hear from me. Um, but this is just a straight up comic book movie, um, and and you know what? It's is it is it even really? Isn't it more so well, like a comic book inspired? movie you know like you, when they tell some bullshit like you the, hit the nail the farley brothers are like uh based on a true story You're like yeah but how based on it is it like yeah kind of made some shit up there is a place that might be called fargo <laughs> that counts 
right? Doesn't it? Doesn't that count though? No, but what you you hit the the nail on the head. We we had a uh, an attempt at a live stream before. You you were saying how how some people referred to this as this generation's taxi driver. I did say that. Which is which is the the weight it was held in. Now Joker is is a strange beast because with eleven nominations, you'd expect everyone to love it, and it's that's not the no, case. No, not at all. Uh, and and mind you, I don't I don't hold much of a I don't hold weight to reviewers or even like audience reviews. Really, don't matter sure. to me either. You and I have discussed the only sort of review that would ever work in my life a, a a genius review designed by you where you just have to be like you would like this if you liked taxi driver mm-hmm. and clockwork orange and depressing shit um that's the only system that would work but 69% on the tomato meter uh and 88% was the audience score just cuz we had this little like you know temp pause uh what really aston- astonishes me is I I really loved the movie. I loved what it was trying to say. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, loved what it, what it absolutely yeah, it didn't, it didn't, didn't say. Try to say shit. It it said it. No, that, in a bloody splash. that's true. And and you know it's one of those every now and then you see a film and you can't help but just be almost in awe of the actors, the actor or or actors. And this film was Joaquin just at his Joaquiniest. <laughs> he just took that ball and ran with it. And it's so clever and nuanced, but everyone in it is great. Yeah, well, you know what? Uh, it, it, for, for me, and and again, uh, allow me to put my um, both my Cisco oh, please and do. Eber hats on. Um, I don't know how quote-unquote clever it was because, you know, it, I, I don't think that they were hiding necessarily the point that they were planning on driving home. It's kind of one of those things where, um, you know, the rest, the wrestling equivalency is like the cheap pop. Hey, how's everybody doing in hometown? This is the greatest place. <laughs> like, yeah, you're going to get those pops. So, uh, the, the movie version of it, whether it's Joker or Rambo or, you know, or, or NCIS goes to Hollywood. Um, the, the cheap pops in those is like, Person acts poorly, person gets their comeuppance. I mean, audiences really like that. I mean, movies that that deliver the comeuppance, they, they, those are universally uh, well appreciated. So there were certain characters knowing kind of what the Joker is at, at his core. Um, if you did him wrong, I like I was I was not signing off on that insurance policy for you. Uh, just because I, you know, I, I only believe in good bets, sound bets. Um, so, so I, you know, I, I wouldn't necessarily qualify it there. The other thing is, uh, you know, the, again, they, they got a pretty heavy handed message across and that was, don't be a dick. And, and if you, if you, if you're not going to be a dick just because it's the right thing to do in not being a dick. Um, well, then if you're a dick, then bad shit may end up happening to you. So be good for goodness sake. But if you're not, get ready to get stabbed the fuck up with some scissors. So, so again, it, subtlety wasn't it. I mean, the, the dialogue was not particularly, you know, it wasn't David Mamet in terms of, in terms yeah. of the dialogue of the script. But I, the, I think you hit the nail on the head when you said that, look, it was... It was purely in its delivery. The message is the message. Fine, that wasn't inherently unique, but the delivery. I mean, he went, you know, in 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 sports, um, you know, or or you know, or or on stage on a lesser level. They say, look, fucking, you know, if you're gonna fail, fail big, but um, if you don't fail, your success will be that much bigger. And I think that was precisely, I mean, just talking about uh, walking Phoenix specifically. Um, I think that's, uh, that was his circumstance. And, and, you know, to, uh, to very much the same degree, Todd Phillips, you know, he, this could have failed spectacularly and he begged, Oh my gosh, for this movie, not just for this movie, but for this version of the movie, the way he wanted to make it, a neo, you know, a neo noir psychological thriller, 
which is um you know it's it's a long way from fucking uh you know painted over mustaches and shit like that there there's a couple and and again I, you know i everyone is allowed to consider reviews however much yeah, they want but i just think because yeah, it's welcome to do it <laughs> because it's so um I, I I I don't know. It's it it really divided a, a lot. I I wouldn't say divided the audience because again, eighty eight percent pretty goddamn good. <laughs> we have pretty good. Um, variety. but certainly certainly uh you know critics uh kind of fought back and forth. Uh, just as far as some things, I'm curious about your specific feelings about some of these reviews. If if you don't mind, oh god, playing along for really a minute have or to two. Review uh, review reviewers right now. I guess so. I, I'm just curious what you what you think. Uh-huh. Uh, really simple. Jordan Hoffman called it bleak and juvenile. Okay. That strikes me as just like, yeah, it's bleak. But juvenile seems like a weird low blow. Juvenile in what way? That that the main character was fucked in the head? Like you wanted no, the clown no. prince of crime? I, mean, I don't I don't you get know, it. Like I said, you know, far be it for me to to dissect um, you know, it's like the liner notes when you read Shakespeare in high school, like for every cent, for every line of dialogue you had, uh, you know, in brackets. OK, well, what he means here is um, <laughs> no, no, I, you know, again, and this is just my interpretation, but I, I would presume that what this particular gentleman meant by the by juvenile um, was what I kind of what I had been mentioning before, the the heavy handed nature of getting across the point of uh, of the film, which is don't be a fucking asshole, um, because the, suddenly bad things may happen to you if you're an investment banker riding the subway and you're a douche. Um, you know that 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 again subtlety was not the, <laughs> the you know uh, the, the 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 play of the day here, um, but that's that's where I think where you can really kind of nestle the movie in nicely with the uh the title oh a comic book movie i I guess you know in in that sense because again comic books for the most part and there's always exceptions um are not necessarily subtle or thinkers uh so to speak if you want to use the real technical term um but more so just like look this is how it is uh so so yeah you know and then i realize there are other films out there that are far more nuanced than require you know, conversation after the fact that uh, is like much longer than the runtime of the film that inspired the conversation. And there's absolutely a place for uh, movies like that. And, and uh, you know, I, I think it would be a mistake to to say only make this type of movie, don't make that type of movie, because, you know, uh, Crayola box has a, has a lot of shit in there and you end up needing them all. Uh, and you can't show I got a box of, of just yellows once. <laughs> it was a bad investment. Listen, uh, that was what was on sale at the dollar store. So that's the fucking box you got. Fair enough. We're balling on a budget. <laughs> uh, this one I, I take umbrage with, and, and I'll tell you okay. why. Uh, this one is from Matthew Rosa. That guy? Uh, while it succeeds in aping the superficial aspects of Martin Scorsese's style, mm. Joker lacks the intelligence or gravitas of Scorsese's best work. Why would they would be, be comparing my... it to Scorsese's work? What a what an odd fucking thing. Let's, I'm going to go review a chicken sandwich and say, you know what? It's not a swimming pool. Yeah, well, no shit it's not. <laughs> Dude, like, who the fuck asked that question? Well, here here's the thing I think that's really um, ignorant and and almost almost too self loving about this because uh-huh. it reeks of of snob to me. Anyone who's like, well, if you liked that, you simply haven't this the Joker, if nothing else. And it's not my main takeaway because my ta- main takeaway is what a fucking performance yeah this man owns yeah, that the, that theater his, yeah phoenix's his his every, performance <laughs> phoenix was, i is worth the price everything he wanted me to feel i felt yeah. um at least in theory because god knows what he was thinking uh. but this is my real problem with with matthew rose's review very simply put how do you get someone to try 
Martin Scorsese because we it is 2020. There are some people that aren't interested in going to a movie theater to get anything except for basic entertainment where something like this is special, where the Joker is really something interesting for me is it's a filmmaker making a very specific type of film with one of the most famous characters ever from comic books and telling a wildly different story. Yeah. So someone's going to see this. They're going to hear the comparisons to Taxi Driver, and they might pick up Taxi Driver. Well, well, and that may lead them that, down that this cinematic road. For the longest time. When, when people say, well, um, you know, if, if, if generations, uh, upcoming generations, don't have the push necessarily in that direction look i mean they're making new art every fucking day right now there's a classic movie to you know a movie that's going to be considered a classic being made right now someplace not necessarily in this country but it's it's still happening because you know much like time art isn't fucking waiting for anyone but that being said the more art that's being produced in one capacity or another means that it's that much harder to ingest it all. So you almost have to have the, um, you almost have to kind of come to grips with the fact that like, look, no matter how, no matter how much time you give me on this earth, I'm not going to see every fucking, every fine painting that was produced. Um, I'm not going to see every great movie that was made. I'm not going to hear every amazing song. It's just not going to fucking happen. But if somebody, like you said, somebody's making the illusion um, that this movie is a lot like this, and I'm sitting here like a little dum dum, and I, you know, I'm trying to do my finish my homework for sixth grade math, and I liked Joker. I probably don't, probably shouldn't have gone in. I, I probably uh, snuck in, or you know, my parents are not particularly great, and um, they said, yeah, sure, go see it. That's fine. Um, but somebody says, oh, it's just like Taxi Driver. Uh, then yeah, maybe then I'll see Taxi Driver. And if not for Joker, I never would have. I would have lived my my terrible, you know, uh, wife and two and a half kids and a dog life and never seen it, you know, God forbid, uh, because Taxi Driver is a fucking amazing movie. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that that's a, an absolute, very astute uh, observation on your part. Um, and, and, and look, you know, certain movies speak to certain people. Um, and, and, you know, we, we've heard the comparisons by some people we know and some people we're friends with, and, um, the comparisons have been made all over the place, uh, about the recognitions that, that the Joker has gotten. And that was really my main thing it was not so much the movie, um, because the movie is the movie and people feel about it the way they felt about it. Um, you know, certainly there were no, there were no shootings, or any kind of nonsense like that, the way that it was with Dark Knight. But the making these comparisons, forcing these comparisons upon the, the the public for consumption, where now it becomes more about like the verses. Well, what's Joker like versus Dark Knight? What was his performance like as opposed to blah, 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 blah. blah. What are you talking about? Why does everything have to be... A compare and <laughs> Why is it immediately situation. a contest? The bottom line is that this was an amazingly recognized 11-time Oscar nomination uh, for this movie. And and this is a group of people who work in the industry who, as far as I'm concerned, kind of know what they're talking about. Yeah, sure, they there are misses. There are things that they decide that I am. There are makeup ones. <laughs> there are things that I don't particularly agree with. And Training Day was uh, the best. <laughs> no, stop it. Uh, uh, Training Day was a good movie. Uh, it was fucking awesome. But, but the the point. One best picture. The point is that you know it's being recognized in this way, really kind of pushes it to the forefront, and I'm mostly excited more than anything else. As for what that means moving forward, not uh, a Joker spinoff or a Joker crossover or any kind of nonsense like that. Uh, what I'm talking about is the the movie makers who now are going to have that open door of well, Joker did it. That 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 uh, final bullet in their belt that they can that they can use when they're pitching their version 
uh, that they want to take to the big screen. When somebody wants to make make a saga, when somebody wants to go and 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 do something that no one has done in a way they want to do it before, yeah, throw them up because as much as I love and I'm gonna protect, I'm gonna delete the names to protect the innocent. Uh, as much as I love a lot of those movies that have come out on both sides of the quote-unquote aisle, uh, the worst thing that I think can happen is knockoffs and fear 100%. of losing revenue, uh, kind of imparting, throwing its weight around uh, by comparison to the, you know, to the artistic vision of it all. Look, the, the one thing I will say is this. Look at Thor. Look at the Thor movies. Yeah, the original Thor came out. It was well, you know, well regarded by the by the masses. Uh, it it wasn't not you know it wasn't Captain America. It wasn't Iron Man. It was Thor. It was fine. It was fine. But Thor, the second Thor was such a flat, like Dark World was so generic. In your mouth of like was this just like extra footage i mean there was we, no heart we have every we have our opinions you know in the comic book world no one seemed to want uh, and but again that, that's, i'm not I, saying that yeah i'm not trying to get into um to the to the ups and downs of that movie what but what i'm talking about is the way that it was received even by those who participated in it meant that like look we can't just keep on cranking out vibrantly colored copies of one original thing that is perceived to be like, okay, this is now the gold standard and what we want to keep doing. They allowed, um, they allowed them to, you know, uh, Wakiti to come in and just like literally rewrite, you know, flip the script, you know, literally and figuratively and make a movie he wanted to make and one that he was passionate Can I just about. make and Guardians of the Galaxy well 3? Whatever you want, Mr. Watiti. Do your thing. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And and track records are very important because they mean that you can go ahead and uh and and you're going to get some you're going to get enough rope to potentially, you know, hang yourself, but ideally just fucking, you know, bungee uh and and make some amazing art out of this content that look, we all love this content. There's a reason why we have a love affair with comic books because of you know, and not always, uh, it's not always because of the comic book itself. It's because of what it inspires, what it ends up, uh, you know, what it ends up kind of uh, translating into other, uh, you know, movies and TV shows and even just freaking, you know, car conversations. I mean, what what comic books create is just just amazing. It really is great. I have two big questions for you. I'll start with the second one first because that's how I roll. Is this Joaquin Phoenix's uh, greatest performance to date? I mean, you know, look, um, it's it's often said that the the an actor that their journey uh, every you know, and and obviously again, there are always uh, exceptions to the rule, but but for the most part. An actor, the the learning process for an actor never ends. So one could say an actor is quote unquote better or has their best performances is just their their most recent performance because they're applying everything that they've learned prior. Um, is it my favorite performance of his? I don't know. I, I would probably have to sit down and kind of examine that. I can tell you this, as much as I loved Gladiator, which is another non-typical Oscar darling uh, type film, uh, you know, it, it's it's not Remains of the Day, it's not, you know, anybody running through fields, it's not uh, anything along those lines. Um, his performance in Gladiator, I walked, I was like, that fucking guy, that that guy was awesome. And, and talk about like second fiddle. His his characters yeah. was not on the marquee. Um, he was in none of the promotional material. Uh, matter of fact, if I if it, if you really put my back against the wall, I would say his greatest performance ever when he was acting like a fucking maniac on David Letterman and you know nobody <laughs> you know those type of performances where people are like is 
is he serious right now? Is he fucking around? Those are the those are the best performances. But no, look, I mean, he's an certainly am- the most interesting. <laughs> he's an amazing, amazing actor. I think he uses uh, everything that he possibly can on his plate, his history, his uh, you know, his uh, genealogy, his uh, his everything. I he, the guy, the guy's fucking awesome. Uh, the I and I obviously agree. I, I hope anyone who who stumbles upon this episode or is so inclined, uh, please check out her. Her is his uh, highest. It's like his un- critics praised film. Mm. It was something like ninety four percent fresh yeah, you, on Rotten Tomatoes. With critics, man, I don't even know who I'm talking to anymore. I just get so angry at them. Oh, I see that that when they agree with me, I'm like, all right, you get to live. Um. I don't mean that. If any lawyers are listening, all of them get to live. I'm not crazy yet. But her is such a brilliant film, and I just love it. He he's in essence acting alone. He's he's acting with Scarlett Johansson's voice right. for an hour and a half, and somehow it's like one of the sexiest goddamn things ever. <laughs> um, and again, he has a hair lip like you read about. God bless him. My other question for you is: a film like Joker inherently dangerous? Uh, a lot of the reviewers, a, a lot of the, the naysayers, a lot of the critics said that this film ultimately is about uh, uh, an angry white guy who takes out his problems on the world. Uh, a lot of people spoke uh, very passionately that a film like this, a character like this, doesn't belong um, on the silver screen because of what it can inherently encourage. Um you know, not to bury the lead, I of course kind of think that's uh, tomfoolery. I, 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 it falls in line with how I feel about com- comedians trying to make jokes. The intention is is more important than than how you feel. People have to be allowed to fail because I do think films can be dangerous as long as the intentions not to be dangerous. I think that's the most important thing. But what are your your thoughts as your clock winds down? I'm gonna hit you with the heaviest shit ever with three minutes on the clock. Yeah, I mean that that's that's bullshit uh, to me. Um, that it really reeks of the type of shit that people say, and we've talked about this before. Um, those type of reviews or opinions. Let's let's be generous um, from people that that actually haven't even bothered to you know to to ingest it themselves. Um, I don't see how anyone who saw that movie could walk away with that insight, uh, not 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 even for a second, because the character is is not to to say that that this person Arthur Fleck who ends up becoming Joker is a quote unquote just angry white man. That that's like <laughs> that's like saying fucking Hurricane Gloria was like a you know a tepid a tepid breeze. What he t- he's a <laughs> mentally deranged. He's not mentally, you know, defective. He is deranged. He is literally as crazy as you can be. Uh, so there's nothing normal in that circumstance. So unless we're talking about a population of, you know, the type of people that would inhabit Arkham, uh, then then it's a it is a silly it's a silly commentary. Are there people, you know, if, if you're really going to delve deep and say, well, yeah, there maybe are people with undiagnosed, um, you know, mental issues. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. And that's the reason why, personally, I think that um, that identifying things like that and, and therapy, that shit should be mandatory. I think the worst part of people, uh, of people having to suffer through, you know, uh, challenges that, that way between their ears is when they don't fucking even know that they have a challenge and then all of a sudden something happens. But, you know, a movie like this, it speaks to such an extreme case that, you know, the the larger point for someone who gets caught up in like, well, what if, you know, what if somebody sees it? No, what if you saw this and actually thought about what you were watching as opposed to what nonsense blah blah you can spit out of your mouth? How about that? John out. <clears throat> My sentiments exactly. <laughs> Everyone is dumb. And that, my friend, is your time. Uh, I'm really, really curious to see how the Joker does or doesn't do um, when they when they officially get handed out. But 11 nods. I mean, the, they, got, they got plenty of stickers for the re-release honest, of the DVD. It's an honor just to be nominated. 
Uh, yeah, that's what losers say. Uh, speaking of which, uh, U.S. Comics Cast has been nominated <laughs> for the Charlie Podcast Awards. These awards are fake, and we're still probably not going to win. Uh, I got to talk to you about the the thing that, that's in... Uh, that's freshest in my mind. We got to talk Morbius, the living vampire. Mm-hmm. I uh, I saw the trailer today when it when it dropped. Spoiler alert: This episode is uh, yeah, is being recorded a little oh, earlier a week because off. of our very special. I mean, how great was last week? We could talk about it now. It was awesome. You guys heard it. If not, go listen to it. We had very very special guests, but um. <clears throat> Jared Leto, loved by many, uh, after his take on uh, his his version of Joker, uh, a tale of two Jokers this week, I guess. Um, people didn't love it, um, but this Morbius trailer Harley Quinn loved it. <laughs> so much so she dumped him in her next outing. I mean, that's what happened, um, bro. This trailer dropped, and and I gotta say. I I wasn't excited about Morbius the Living Vampire. From the uh, trailer you weren't excited or No, 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 pre-trailer. Jared Leto, I, he's fine. He's great in some stuff. He's okay in other stuff. I have no ill will towards him. Uh, the notion of him being like I'm going to play a vampire was it just felt I mean, he's wrong been playing to me. a vampire for like 20 years at this point. You know what? With luscious hair like that. <laughs> The one thing I will say is I always imagine if they did a remake of the Crow movie, how great would he be as as like the last kill with that beautiful long flowing <laughs> hair? But that's a side note. Uh him I, I the trailer felt very in line with Venom. Which is a good thing. Mm. Because at this point everyone's seen the trailer. Clearly this is in the Spider Man universe. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Now, well, there was one doubt about it. As we speak today, Twitter's having a Twitter's having a little bit of an argument over whether this is Tom Holland Spider Man, the Spider Man from the MCU, or if it's not. There's a piece of graffiti art that, if you take a look at it, it's actually it's legitimately a a, a, a spray paint version of a loading screen from the Spider Man video game yeah, from the PS4. In the Sam Raimi costume, so people were like, "Nope, they're fucking with us." It's not. It's not. It's the Sam Raimi Spider-Man, except stupids. Yeah, except when Bruce at the Wayne very shows end, up. fucking Batman's there for the crossover. Uh, we've all secretly been waiting for uh, reprising his role from Spider-Man: Homecoming. Michael Keaton is back. And uh, I just peed my little britches. I was so not expecting it. Uh, visually, it looks very cool. It looks dark for the sake of being uh, uh, of dark, but I suppose that's like the point. I mean, you wouldn't be. That's saying like complaining that if you were about Blade wearing leather. It's like that's what I want. What'd you say? I said you wouldn't be saying that if you were a vampire. That's true. I mean, I gotta be honest. One of my favorite characters from any comic book movie ever is uh, I. I always forget his name. Was it Ethan Frost? Deacon. What's Frost? the main vampire? Deacon Frost from the original Blade movie. Yeah. I just thought he was the bee's knees man. Yeah, you, he was just the coolest. You would think that. Uh, and and you How know dare what? You you, you you own all of his suits. You you stole a little bit of my thunder because when the second that they started talking about, um, kind of like Morbius and his his placement. Uh, inside and and inside which movie universe uh, that that he fit within, um, there was a few things that kind of came to mind. First and foremost, mostly, um, you know, he's running around. This is a world that has Blade in it, you know, legitimately, and um, you know, you want to talk about like, dude, he here he is running around and he's peanut butter, and Blade's got some jelly. That he is just not doing nothing with. I mean, that that's something that we have to, have to, have to see on screen at some point real quick. Um, but yeah, just to get back to your point, I don't think, to me, in my mind, I don't think there's any doubt that he fully exists within the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I mean, um, 
you know, you, we have the situation with, with the, uh, um, you know, with with Sony and and uh, the, you know, the situation with Fox, and you know, I think finally after all this time, all of the chickens are coming home to roost, and, and even though Marvel may not have complete ownership, I think that they have absolutely, uh, you know, the characters are at least under the same roof where now they can start telling these stories and you can justify it with the multiverse you can cross over you can have fuck you can have a spider-verse situation and have if you really want toby back if you really want long neck mcgee back and you want to see them on you know and back in back in spandex it can happen um but but yeah i i think absolutely that morbius is part of now this this huge uh, and I, I I can't emphasize the hugeness of it, uh, this Marvel Cinematic Universe. But honestly, as 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 happy as I was to see the Spider-Man references, and obviously uh, to see our boy show up, uh, you know, at the very end, uh, I was I was maybe most excited by just seeing the tiniest little glimpse of his itty bitty Michael Jackson nose. And fangs. <laughs> it did like his it was full just vampire a, just mode. A, I realized oh! it was just a, a two minute trailer, but they made me wait the entire two minutes just to give me that little gadooch at the end. And boy, oh boy, was it a payoff! I was the, the the teeth, the nose, the eyes. I was all in. Now I'm curious if because Jared Leto is such a pretty boy, uh, I wonder if that's going to be some sort of like werewolf type mode for for lack of a better description i'm curious if you'll like only sometimes look well like a scary vampire and the rest he'll just be jacked up jared leto you know what's what's funny about jared leto and and this may he's just, crazy he's crazy and he probably actually performed surgery on his nose <laughs> to have it like that little upturn he uh and i think it speaks to his artistic nature that he was legitimately pissed that his joker was not well received because, um, you know, he, I don't I don't look at this guy as a as an actor who goes into any project, you know, half assed. Uh, yeah, he's he's going for that Joaquin Phoenix, like I'm legitimate. Look how how invested I am. Only he's not quite there it's, yet. It's, it's not <laughs> he's his fault. He's a fucking attractive guy. Um. So so no no I. Knowing, knowing, you know, or knowing what I know of him or what I think of him, no, I, I don't think it's in his writer. He's like, hey man, you can't have me look all fucking ugly all the time. You need to work some shit out. Uh, no, I, I don't think that's the case. I, I think it's, if I had to guess, uh, because I have not seen the script, I, they did not come to me for approval. I think probably it's just gonna be a build to that final, you know, that that uh, the final version, uh, so to speak. Like he was a Pokemon. Uh, that, that, <laughs> his that's what his Poke evolution is tiny nose, white <laughs> that, skin. That's exactly right. That's some shit luck I'd have. <laughs> be like, ah, Charlie's ready for his next level. Be like, nope, nope, I don't want this. <laughs> this is bad. But as amazing Charlie, as seeing... Your final uh, form is Gamoran Guard. <laughs> damn it. Every time. Um... I think one of the most, I, I think for me, the most expi- exciting prospect, and I do this to myself a lot. I, I, I fantasy Dude, book pro wrestling. Not that kind of podcast. I, Nobody wants to hear about what you do to yourself a lot. So, so what I do is I get uh, Charlize Theron. <laughs> oh, uh, sorry, not now. I want her back in the day. <laughs> not when she was younger. I want her back when she was starring opposite Keanu Reeves. Uh, I, wait, what happened? Any, I blacked out. Anything Keanu has, you want it. It's, it's sad. You're not wrong. I bought his boots from the Matrix. I didn't do that. But if someone wants to buy them and send them my way, I'll put them in a glass box. Um, Alarming. I more than I want a Spider-Man appearance or a Venom appearance. How genuinely thrilling would it be if this is where we get our first glimpse of Blade? Of course. It's such low-hanging fruit. And you know what? To, but to could me, you imagine? To me, like if if I if I had a sneak peek, I would imagine, or if I was looking for it, um, I, I would say that it's probably going to be a mid-credits situation because for Blade now here's the thing you know i'm still not sold on it's definitely one giant universe you're not sold 
I I'm paranoid. Well, that's Have you learned nothing about me over the 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 54 weeks I've learned, we've been doing this show? I've, I've I don't think good things you. happen. And and mostly what uh, a lot of it has to do with Charlize Theron and what you do when you're by yourself. Um, See what I would do is I'd get <laughs> no, no, no. 16 ounces not go down of path, chocolate. Come not to the melted. Light. I want chocolate Charlie, come bars. Come to the light. Um, <laughs> no, to, to me, I don't. I don't think that there's any doubt that this is part of a larger whole, so to speak. If Marshala Ali shows up, all they need to do is show him, <laughs> like. On top of a building, wearing sunglasses at night, and the 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 two hours I was subjected to beforehand could be total shit, and I'll leave that movie theater and I'll buy another ticket for later. Well, I'm in the sure, week. I'm sure they're glad to hear that. That's a uh, that's ten bucks they can count on. Um, Dude, I am I am an easy audience. <laughs> I will say this though, and and I'll let you I'll let you back up and and talk about uh, that potential. More if you want to. I will say there is one moment in the trailer that made me really sad. And it's not that he's all, like, crippled. Uh, it's not that he has just the best hair. Yeah, because he had, uh, it's he not had that a even there. He, he had a glow up like he was fucking, you know, like <laughs> in the middle of The Witcher. I'm like, hey, man, look at you. Toss a coin to your vampire. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, when he said that he uses, he has the ability... To use echolocation. Oh gosh, I was just so daredevil sad. I know. Look, look, man. You, you. I miss Hornhead, man. Cannot live in this negative world. I, I keep on telling you. I can't tell you. I had three years where they gave me hundreds of hours of Daredevil. Then they stole it all away. Look, it's not right. It's not fair. What did I ever do? To deserve this bullshit. Big business is a bitch, man. That's just, that's the truth of it. Um, look, you you are going to get your big screen daredevil, man. I I promise you. I still don't believe you. Well, you know th- these are these are trust issues that you and your therapist have to work through. Otherwise, we may have another Joker situation. She gets mad at me <laughs> when I try to work through this stuff. She claims it's unimportant when I would argue it's the most goddamn important. <laughs> yeah, no, I I don't think that there's any doubt that we're gonna see Daredevil. Uh, at least we're gonna see Daredevil and the Punisher on the big screen, and and I'll, I'll <laughs> probably say Pepper and a little bit of Jessica Jones as well. Um, you know, we uh, God, they'll just make me so happy. I don't want to reference anything uh, uh, looking back, but um, you know, we we talked about some other characters that we can expect to see, and um, you know, there's a whole lot of storytelling to be done. And, um, you know, to kind of go into it without your full lineup, you know, it's it's a real hamstring situation. And, and the fact that Marvel has done what they've done with the kind of limited lineup, and uh, I think that's been awesome. But I think even more awesome is just kind of like what's to come, you know, the possibilities now of what's ahead of us by, you know what it's like, you know, the, the, the analogy, because, I, you know, some people like yeah, it. Yeah, we know. That's your gimmick. Look, we get it. You need a gimmick, baby. Um, but, you know, the, the, the analogy to me is, look, you bought your game. You're good at it. You're throwing the sticks around right and left, staying up late. And then uh, you hit a certain point, And all of a sudden, you've unlocked, like, an entire block of characters. And the game is <laughs> brand fucking new again. You're like, holy shit. It's on. And and that's I think where we are in the timeline of situation. We've we've unlocked a block of, of additional characters who are you know arguably even better than the. We're ones in that New started. Game Plus. Yeah, hell yeah. Marvel Phase yeah. Four is New Game Plus. Damn straight, damn straight. Crank up your uh, Sex Bomb soundtrack and fucking start <laughs> start willing away because you know th- there's a lot of story still to be uh, told and standalone stories and the crossovers and you know now with the like i said with the the time turner and all kinds of harry potter shit happening we can go back and forward in time and sideways and multiverses and good lord almighty the possibilities are endless i mean it was just so exciting you and i talked very briefly today uh about about this trailer and and i don't remember exactly how you worded it 
but it led it led the conversation to like we have this awesome underground MCU finally. Uh, 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 if this is tied in properly to to Disney and Marvel's uh, cinematic universe, it makes sense that these characters, even a character like Venom, wouldn't necessarily be getting mainstream attention. Falcon's not worried about a Venom in San Francisco, right. uh, at least not initially. Sure. The buildup to that could be amazing. Morbius being this creepy scientist that again i'm just guessing based on the trailer but i don't think it's the end of the film he's locked up i think it's early mm. i think we're going to get introduced to this character i think he's going to get arrested for these these crimes he says that it's not illegal he was very dramatic with a machete <laughs> to cut his hand open that was the least sciencey science i've ever scienced <laughs> what are you talking about like he's like i need a small bit of blood uh, chop off all my fingers uh can i get a surgical machete down here stat yeah, there's just some. It, you literally cut to Machete <laughs> from from all those Robert Rodriguez films, and he's like, uh, go, "I got puto. this." <laughs> <laughs> Has this been cleaned? I'll chop your head off. Okay, it's clean. It's clean. Uh, I'll do whatever you want. You have a giant lady cha- tattooed on your and chest. Morbius is like, you oh best. yeah, and your beer tastes like piss <laughs> because we That's piss we're pissing in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man That's I'm, gonna, I'm not going to go to bed tonight Instead <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and watch Desperado Because that movie is rad yes. um, Desperado to the MCU Confirmed No Punisher You get uh, Antonio Banderas That's playing an age I'll, fucking... I'll take Mexican Punisher I don't care just give me any Punisher <laughs> What's in the guitar case <laughs> My guitar <laughs> fucking... That movie's the coolest <laughs> Why do you have a skull in your chest Because I'm going to kill you <laughs> Oh, you know, it's uh, the the <laughs> I don't I, I could do a whole episode on <laughs> why I think Antonio Banderas is the coolest, but his delivery has two modes. One of them is like I'm crazy and I'm gonna shoot at you, right? Where he's just yelling and his hair looks awesome. Yeah. And the other one is when he's definitely still gonna kill you, <laughs> but he says it super nonchalant. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so what do you think you're going to do, Antonio Banderas? Be like, well, first, I'm going to take your tongue out of your buttocks. <laughs> And put it into your eyeball. Be like, whoa, 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 man. You know, not, not to go backwards or anything like that on topic, but he was fucking nominated for an Oscar also. Fucking deservedly so. Mm-hmm. It's about time. That's Represent. Yes, yeah, right. Fucking, I hope he wins too. <laughs> I hope I hope somehow he just takes all 11 Joker nods. <laughs> I'm pot committed to my people, mother truckers. Um, was there, so for me, again, the idea of Mashallah Ali showing up is the thing that if it doesn't happen, part of me will be disappointed credits. because I'm the worst. Yeah, I'm the worst you are the human worst, but I'm saying it, ever. It's going to be credits because, it, it, again, a situation like that to have such a heavy hitter, so to speak, show up um, during the course of the movie makes the movie about Blade. And it's not about Blade, you know. So I think we will get them, but I, I'm, I'm figuring mid credits. I also would like it well known that uh, I love all Blade films to the point where I like Blade 3 more than Blade 2. And I'm standing by it. Not because it's a better movie. Look, there's no I'm just saying the taste. one I'd rather but watch. Yeah, you're, you're, you, know, you're, you're, you got the remote, man. You put on what you want to put on. But is there anything in particular about this trailer, the idea behind this movie that you're most excited for? Even if it's a fantasy moment that you're hoping happens, what about this movie uh, gets your engine revved? Well, you know, and you alluded to it, excuse me, you alluded to it before. It's um, what we've gotten, you know, just, and and right now I just want to isolate the Marvel movies proper, the shiny, you know, um, you know, the, the, the brightly colored, uh, Captain America-esque movies that we've gotten out of uh, out of Marvel. Um, now you're kind of like adding that the basement, so to speak, the basement characters, the ones where you might not necessarily kind of go down those corners if if you're t- telling an Avengers story or even a Guardians of the Galaxy type story. Or, or you know, or any any other of the twenty seven different iterations, 
but now you have like kind of this like lower danker level where you can tell the type of stories with Morbius, with with Venom, with Deadpool. Um, you know, you can do certain things that you not you wouldn't necessarily do on the twenty seventh floor, which is like you know Stark Enterprises and yeah and shield uh, headquarters and and what have you i think that that's really awesome and not not exclusively because i prefer the the dark gritty you know blah 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 version because dc will tell you exactly how well that played when that's all that you put out um where what dark 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 dark. (laughs) gritty 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 where I think that really becomes valuable is when you have <laughs> gritty, 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 gritty. Yeah, that's right. Struck me as way funnier than I gave it credit for. <laughs> I had to move away from the mic because I was like, "Tee tee." Um, no, uh, I, I suck I, again. What where I think the real value is to having like the, the the daylight and the darkness and the interplay between the two, and you know the the interweaving of the stories between. You know, literally between those those two worlds, and you know the fact of the matter is that there's a, a shit ton of good stuff right smack dab there in the middle as well. So you can have characters coming down the pike, or you know, or spin off characters, or or characters that you haven't seen in a particular way, also living in the gray zone of it all, which which I think is just awesome. I mean, really, it's 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 not about necessarily that kind of the Marvel universe is perfect the way it is right now you know as of today's date i think it's most exciting for oh shit what comes next imagine what else they can do now that they've they've kind of set the stage in a certain way that's going to allow for all these possibilities to really happen for me it it comes down to the idea of the team-ups i i think one of the one of the most enjoyable watches for me out of any of the DC movies was Thor Ragnarok, uh, which was almost a buddy flick between Thor and Hulk. Oh, Marvel, you mean. It was... What's that? Marvel, you mean. You said DC. Correct. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, Fire! And you, to, you know, to jump on the, on the DC end of things, there was no better... As of right now... My favorite cameo ever in a superhero movie was the neck down Superman (laughs) showing up in Shazam. The idea of these crossovers, of these characters getting to play on screen for two hours and it not be, you know, dark and and gritty the wrong way. Um, I, I just think of the Marvel Knights lineup. Uh, Punisher, Moon Knight, Daredevil, Elektra, Morbius, Blade. I think of the characters and I look at the chances they seem to be taking on the heels of something as successful as Joker where they say to themselves, oh, you know what? Let's try it. Let's, let's, what does a full bore uh, Blade movie look like? What is one that's serving no other purpose than being a badass vampire hunting film, what does that look like? Because Morbius, it'll it'll time will tell. Right now, it looks like they're taking what they think went well with Venom, uh, what they know went well with Spider Man, and they're saying, "All right, let's 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 take a big swing. We're not looking to hit a single or a double." We need that triple. We need that home run. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, they are at this point. They are they're going up to the plate, and they're swinging for franchises. You know, they're 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 not uh, hoping for the winning hit, and then let's go home. You know, let we'll stop by uh, Chuck E. Cheese on the way home and and talk about the win at school tomorrow. No, they they they're looking to keep that shit rolling, um, and and that's good. The the only. Uh, the only warning flag that pops up for me, um, and this has this has more to do more to do with this kind of like the world, the franchise world, which we've alluded to, uh, and, you know, both both uh, by avoiding it, like the Joker, uh, and you know, bear hugging it to to death, uh, you know, like like fucking George. Um, 
you have to be very careful when you are making franchise movies that you don't leave all the heavy lifting to the next guy, so to speak. And by the next guy, I mean whomever, male or female, the next director, screenwriter, um, cinematographer, performance, whoever is going to pick that up on the other side. Um, Don't leave it all to them. Just because you're making a movie that might be one of 50, let's say, uh, like in the situation like the the Marvel Extended uh, Universe, that doesn't mean that your movie should not be enjoyable and of value as a standalone. Uh, Not to go completely sideways is, I think that's where we got with Star Wars and where that lies now. And I think originally you can go all the way back to the original, you know, with A New Hope, with kind of starting in the middle and saying, don't worry about these questions that you're going to have. They'll be answered eventually. Oh, all right, motherfucker. Well, my idea of eventually and yours are maybe two very different things. And Star Wars has and continues to be an un- a serial uh, uh, movies. They're, they're, they have no end. Um, <clears throat> and, and if you were to, if, the, if any rumors are to be believed, they have no beginning because we're going to see stories coming up that take place well before the events of, uh, you know, of the, 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 the old, <laughs> the nineties trilogy that we got with, you know, Jar Jar and dancing Django and, and things like that. Um, so Star Wars, I'm going to give the literal one exception that I had in my back pocket to hand out. Star Wars does not have to, uh, you know, abide by this rule. Everybody else, I don't care what franchise you are. I don't care how many movies you plan to make. I don't care how many billions of dollars you've raked in, uh, you know, across the board. Your movies have to be standalone good if they're going to be, uh, you know, uh, franchise good. That's just all there is to it because you don't want to be Thor 2 Electric Boogaloo and look around <laughs> at a fucking party of other movies that are there with you and you were invited because you're like a third cousin and technically you're supposed to be there, but nobody really wanted you there and, and everybody feels superior. You don't, don't be a Thor 2. Be a Joker or, God willing, be a Morbius. You know that that's a that's a very good point. That's the one that's the scary thing. It's the, the my only trepidation about about Morbius thus far is if they're waiting for that final moment to be like now he's the living vampire. That would bum me out. Well, yeah. I, mean, um, it, it I don't need two hour as, origin stories. Yeah, this is an origin. Despite the fact that's kind of what Joker was. But that third act of Joker is just so delicious. And the buildup was kind of, I don't know, it was it was a really perfectly crafted buildup, which yeah. a lot of times other movies, it, it's not as interesting. Like, I get it. He has a, he has a bad disease. I mean, he was Let's just... Let's get that. Everyone in the audience is just shaking their fist at the screen like, oh... Why are you fucking with this guy, man? This is not going to... I mean, at least that was my my thing. You know, my butthole got all puckered up because... Not so much because of what they were doing to him because he's a douchebag. You know, at the end of the day, I, I've seen his timeline. But I'm like, oh, that's the wrong guy to fuck with on a Tuesday because you had nothing better to do and a couple of extra fries in the bottom of the bag. What are you doing? Um, yeah, no, it, it was a real pucker moment, but, um, no, I, I, I agree, especially with an origin flick. Um, you know, you, you, you explain to me how we got what we have, uh, but also tell me where you're going with it. hundred <laughs> percent. And, and, and again, I, I, I think, you know, I'm excited. That's a lot of times where it needs to, needs to start. It looks yeah. way better. They uh, I had a lot of fears in a good way. Yeah, 
I had a lot of fears, again, because I'm a paranoid guy, but I'm stoked to say I am so looking forward to it. That is my time. Mm -hmm. uh, Marvel Knights, please, 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 somebody, bring bring old Hornhead back. And I don't mean me on a lonely winter evening. <laughs> I mean the man himself, uh, Matt Murdock. I need him. Uh, I want him, oh baby, oh baby. Uh, that sounded way more sexual than I intended. Yeah, wrap it up, but maybe not. Spot. Maybe it's as sexy as I fucking meant it. If it gets fucking Charlie Cox back in the fucking red tights. For my brother, the co-founder of U.S. Comics. I too co-founded it. U.S. Comics, all of our social media is at U.S. Comics HQ. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that good stuff. We're on Instagram. We're everywhere you want to find us. Make sure you engage. That's U.S. Comics HQ. Tell a friend, like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. Most importantly, I want to hear from you. I want to know your opinions. Like us, love us, agree with us, disagree with us. I want to hear it all, especially if you disagree. Let's let's hash this out. Did you think the Morbius trailer looked terrible? Did you think Joker stunk on ice? Do you think let's Charlie talk. should let's wrap hash it, up? it out? All right, bye. <laughs>